0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by com, And if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fare meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anonymous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur Looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller. Because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh, my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens. Then I started rolling my own with, with the flour. Then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy doesn't matter this stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways mentally physically and it will just improve the quality of your life you have to try this stuff out it is changing the way people are living their lives binoid b-i-n-o-i-d.com and also our sister website because it's so big there's so much business we had to open up another website blooms hemp b-l-o-o-m-z hemp.com you can get wax dabs pre-roll flower Capsules. You can get the cigarettes, you can get the pre-rolled blunts, you can get the the vape cartridges, you can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch, you can get the, uh, the, the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer. With THC infused in it, this stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab tested THC. And oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again, this stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code Nerd to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Blooms
1: Hemp. On with the show.
0: Everybody. it's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast, and of course I'm one half of your dynamic duo of the nerds. I'm the nerd and you are? Nerdette. Great Scott. How the hell are you doing today? <laughs> you had a little comment on your t-shirt today at the store. Does that mean you're going to stop wearing a Back to the Future shirt just be plain like me now? No. you leave the house so people don't fucking comment on shit? No. So you're wearing- I, a... He
1: had to like really look. Yeah. At my, tr- I was wearing a flannel over it. So,
0: basically, you were getting checked out at Walmart.
1: Like, you had to really look to see what shirt I'm wearing. So like, I'm, I'm like, what is he talking about? Yeah, I was
0: like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? The guy's like, nice shirt.
1: Like, what? And I'm, like, wearing a fucking flannel. And then he yeah. saw my Back to the Future shirt underneath that. and I'm like, wow.
0: Okay. The guy said, great shirt. And then he goes, I should have said, great, Scott. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking idiot. <laughs> But yeah, we went to Walmart today. We Actually, did a couple of things today, but I'll let you get into that stuff.
1: Yeah, just picked up the kids' costumes, and that's always freaking fun.
0: Spirit, with the Spirit Halloween, they got a gigantic Uh, new warehouse at the mall nearby our house. Fucking huge store. I love going in that place, but I mean, you you gotta kind of wonder how they stay in business, because they're only open, like, really, one fucking day out of the year. It makes sense to buy shit from there. But yet, they have a ton of stores. I don't know how the hell they do it.
1: Well, people throw costume parties and stuff, don't they?
0: I guess, but I mean, how often? Seriously, you would, I mean, fucking You would think you'd just be standing around throwing a fucking Nerf football around in the store all day long. Who's going to come in?
1: Uh, or people that go and do cosplay? I don't know. All the time? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs>
0: how many Freddy Krueger <laughs> gloves does one person need to go shopping for? It's not like, oh, I have to go pick up a Freddy glove today? I have to go pick I up some did, makeup?
1: I did like the Freddy flannel,
0: though. that That yeah. was nice. I know we didn't buy anything, no. people, even though I did have a Proton pack in my hands, a replica of a pretty good one, too.
1: And you'll have it in your hands next year.
0: Yeah, I'll have it in my hands next year, <laughs> or an even better one. <laughs> $250 Whatever. this thing was. I'm sitting there holding them. I, I, I'm like, oh, this is nice. I flip it around. I'm like, yeah, let me put this the fuck back down. And <laughs> I put it right back down. But mm-hmm. what, what did the kids pick out again?
1: Um, Sammy's a vampire again. And then Jenna is going to be Belle this year. Last year she was Snow White. This year she's Belle. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because we sent her costume up to my sister so my sister's going to be snow white and the baby's going to be prince charming. Yeah. And his little girlfriend's going to be snow white. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Man, if we still lived up there, I <laughs> could just send yeah. Ariel up to you and you guys could all be like mm-hmm. all the princess characters walking down the street." So, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But the good news is the bigger news is that this will probably be our la- this will be our last Halloween.
1: Yeah.
0: Which yeah, is we'll really sad, actually yeah it's bittersweet I mean we'll still be able to like give candy out and shit but other than that man it's like no more going out no more buying costumes and stuff like that you know this is this is really it I think
1: I hope so because it's expensive
0: fuck $150
1: for two costumes
0: I don't think I spent $150 on all of my shit put together growing up as a kid
1: I don't even know how that's I'm being, possible. I'm
0: being 100% serious. I don't I, I don't think it was that way. I mean, the, the material now for some of these outfits is way more elaborate than the shit that used to it get put out. It was two
1: costumes.
0: Yeah.
1: And then vampire teeth. It was literally yeah. three small items, mm-hmm. no decorations or anything, and it came up to 150 bucks.
0: I mean, those teeth better really suck the blood <laughs> out of motherfuckers for that much money. It's just... I don't know. I mean, they suck Fuck my blood weird. at the fucking store. They drain my bank account. It's really ridiculous, though, the cost of this stuff. But, I mean, they really do go, kind of go all out in these outfits now, you know? And Halloween is nowhere near as big as it used to be growing up, so I don't know why they well, got more Well, maybe if the kids
1: don't dress up next year, we will.
0: <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I did throw that idea out at you. I'm like, hey, if we get something, we're fucking going out. We're not going to sit in the house at night.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's too damn expensive. Man. Yeah. The costumes are super cool. And, like, they had all, anything you think of. It's just, it's so expensive. Like, why? Dude, we're just going to be sitting there handing out candy. It I never just celebrated makes it as sense. an
0: adult. I mean, I, I remember when I used to go to my friend's house. Like, no one's parents were home on Halloween night. No, yeah. they were all out at the bars. They were all out there doing something, partying. They're all having fun. And I, I've never had that experience of it. I was always the kid going out trick-or-treating or just a kid hanging out that night you know or are, are like the the old man handing out candy is the stage in that now but I've never had that hey let's just be adults and go out and have fun on Halloween never did that stuff but then again I don't think that would interest us next year we're going to be sitting here like hey you want to go out that nah, fuck people we're just going to sit there and play video games or something you know
1: yeah I don't know
0: but we did get a couple of things for the house because our older daughter wanted it to, to look a little more festive in here
1: yeah she said she likes when I decorate inside the house
0: I have so. no fucking clue about that either
1: yeah <laughs> So I'm like okay. No idea.
0: You cared so much. So
1: man. picked up a couple of Halloween things.
0: Yeah. Nothing
1: big, but we'll see. Because I have enough for outside, I think.
0: They got a really think... cool one for the car, though. Yeah. It was like a bloody hand uh, gelatin sticky things that you stick on the car. Yeah, we have a white car, so it looks really cool. So there were, like, two handprints and a bunch of blood splatter, and we put it on the front of the car, and it looked like they put their hands out to, like, stop the hood from hitting them, but it's bloodstained. It looks really freaking awesome. We can actually post a picture of that because it doesn't have any, like, license number or anything on there. You know, you just throw it Mm. up there so people could see it. That's a really cool picture, man. It, it It looks like a really cool thing. So, I mean, I want to drive around town and get pulled over 50 times. Because I'm going to have it on in January and February and March. <laughs> just I'm totally just wondering gonna how long it's going to
1: last because I'm sure in a parking lot someone's just going to peel it off. Or yeah, or some stupid... asshole
0: kid walking through the neighborhood's going to peel it yeah. off. <laughs> and maybe even, you know, a bird or something will probably just come swoop it down. Yeah, Who knows know. It ain't going to last long. than fucking squirrels. Mm. You're going to look at a squirrels going to be laying on the ground fucking, fucking on its back with its legs up in the air choking on this shit. But other than that, um, I had a pretty good weekend. I watched the boxing fight yesterday. It was Logan Paul and Dylan Danis fought, and it was every bit of an entertaining fight as I thought it was going to be. It was just sloppy. The whole card was sloppy. You get a bunch of guys who were just no-name boxers. It was a bunch of no-name boxers with a you know, crappy, washed-up MMA, never was, has been, whatever the fuck you want to call this guy, Dylan Danis, who sucks. And Logan Paul, you know the the YouTube guy. And... Every card on this fight was sloppy. Guys were just throwing haymakers. They were throwing those, like, kid punches where, like, they would throw a hard punch and they'd swing and spin around. It looks like they were doing, like, a spin move in a dance class or some shit. Mm -hmm. It was that bad. I mean, these guys did not look disciplined. They looked sloppy. It was like one-two punch, knockdown, one-two punch, knockdown. It was like fucking video game fighting. It was just awful. I was entertained, though. I mean, it was so bad, it was good. It wasn't like those technical Floyd Mayweather fights where the guys, like, you know, barely getting hit.
1: Well, what happened after the fight?
0: Oh they my fight goodness. after the fight? Wow, it was crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, let's just skip past all the crap. So, anyway, the main event fight, it was Dylan Dennis Logan Paul, and they were fighting, and it was a really boring fight as far as, like, if if you were a purist of a boxing fan, you'd be like, this fight sucked. If you were there for the entertainment and a spectacle, you would say it was a great fight. I enjoyed the spectacle of it. I mean, the guy Dylan Dennis was getting smacked around a little bit, and he was, like, doing, like, fucking weird taunts and shit, playing to the crowd the whole time after he got hit, he played to the crowd. It's like, come the fuck on already. And then he was an MMA fighter, so he tried to take him down a couple of times, like grab him and pull him to the ground, which you can't do in a boxing fight. So eventually he got hit when he tried to pull him down again. The guy punched him, and then everybody started emptying the seats. They were fighting and pushing each other, and everybody got involved. Like, the fucking ring filled up with people throwing punches and shit, and they just stopped the fight, and they gave it to Logan Paul, who should have won the fight anyway. I mean, the other guy was a fucking piece of trash. The guy that he fought in the boxing match got laid out in a street fight by some random fucking dude, and you're like, this guy's an MMA fighter? He sucked in that. And he's getting beat up on the street, and then he got beat up on pay-per-view, so it's like, please just get, put a bullet in this guy's fucking career and just get rid of him. Yeah, it was pretty wild, though, man. They were fighting, and you know, it was just a lot of curse words were thrown around, and then There's another fight, that KSI guy. He's another YouTube guy. He fought, uh, uh, what's his name, Tyson Fury's little half-brother from Britain who was on a reality show. And uh, that was a pretty good fight, too. Uh, The KSI guy lost the fight somehow, and I thought he was winning, so I don't know. Otherwise, I mean, the big fight that I was looking forward to, I know I talked about it on Friday. I was looking forward to the UFC uh, pay-per-view this weekend. It's actually next weekend, and I was so psyched for it, and I was fucking so bummed when I was like, shit, man, it's not on this weekend. But I was able to salvage it. I watched a boxing one and other than that, I just kind of played video games. What about you?
1: Yeah, I didn't do nothing. Yeah. Big Brother Canada. I think that's all I did.
0: Yeah, I mean it was just a boring weekend, but we, yeah. you know, we we did our thing. It was uh, not the best weekend of all, but it wasn't the worst weekend either. We hung out, we got things done, so you can't really say it was a bad one, right? I
1: had a screaming baby.
0: Oh yeah, go ahead talk about that one.
1: This baby, Sammy has the kids had no sleep last night. Like we can't hear because we have box fans that we sleep, uh, we sleep with. But apparently, this baby was up screaming all night long. For some reason, like I don't understand this. Well, I, I kind of do, but like it's the weekend, so it should be different. The baby wakes, uh, like is sleeping the whole like school hour time, mm-hmm. which is daytime. So it becomes active after four o'clock in the in the afternoon, and then it's active all the way until seven in the morning. Yeah. So this poor kid has had no sleep. <laughs> cause it's just crying and i guess in the middle of the night she was like half asleep like she was tired she's like i forgot to support the head of the baby and it let
0: out the most horrific wail. how many times did her baby die (laughs) they have a kill counter right how many times the baby died don't they have a counter or some shit they
1: they have like she'll get like all her things her dude
0: she's gonna fail so bad (laughs)
1: like you have to be careful she's like i was half asleep i've gotten no sleep we
0: went to check on her uh, to see if she wanted to come get Halloween costume with us instead she we was sent her pictures.
1: Oh my God, she was Dude, dead to the world this time. The morning. baby
0: is sitting in a chair with like blankets over her. So I see baby feet and I'm like, you know your kid can't breathe, right? It's just fucking, my grandchild is suffocated to death in the fucking chair. She goes, chair. that's what it deserves. That's what it deserves. i like, oh, all right, well, just remember this lesson when you hand it back into school and they, fuck <laughs> your ass. Don't go fucking That's what around, it man.
1: deserves. I got no sleep. She oh goes, oh, I feel bad for it, but I'm like, yeah, that's, well, that, yeah, that's normal. Because like, I kept saying, why is it so quiet? It's not crying. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? It's not doing anything. And then, like, nighttime came and, Oof. like, all hell broke no loose. <laughs> so, definitely an interesting... I didn't hear it the project. whole
0: day. I didn't hear it the whole day. And then it was like 11 o'clock at night. I hear all this noise in the hallway. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck are they doing out there? It was like, it was like near midnight. I went to bed finally. I'm like, what the fuck was all that noise? You guys are out there screaming. I thought you guys were partying. I went out there to go make me something to eat. I was ready to hang out some more.
1: The baby was crying. She was pacing yeah. around the house trying to get it to stop.
0: <laughs> Motherfucker, man. It was absolutely wild. but, What else did you uh, do that? that? I didn't, yeah,
1: nothing. Yeah. I did nothing. Because we, we're recording on something like nothing. Yeah. Uh, we had the, the day's not even over yet. I, 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 I could know. have a
0: really good rest of the day.
1: Yeah, we did the live show.
0: Mm-hmm. And oh, that was fun.
1: That was a lot of fun. We bullshit too much. Mm-hmm. We, no matter what we do, because we get less and less... We purposely got less stories this time. Yeah. And we still went, went an hour and a half. And I'm like, damn, man, no, These live
0: shows <laughs> are only supposed to be an hour long. We, we put a hard limit, but people keep... Talking to us and we keep talking back and it's fun. I have which, a good time. that's fine. It's just like,
1: so now we need even less stories because I, I think we just go off on tangents. That's I can't problem. drink.
0: No, I like it.
1: When I drink, I don't shut up. No, it, and that's a problem. It,
0: you see, like it, see, I get raised up on my stuff. You get lowered down. So it's so like we kind of meet midway and yeah. And then it's point, just it's then great. we
1: just talk for hours, which is nuts. there's a
0: train wreck. And then people like to throw us questions and, and and insults, and then we have to reply to them. And it's fun. Uh, no, we had a good time. Want to thank everyone for participating in the in, in the chat. It was a lot of good fun, and I can't wait to do it again this Friday. And we're gonna have off the whole week because I had a special uh, guest on the show on Saturday. And you guys know I like to do the uh, the Halloween special every uh, October. I like to have a guest on or two and talk about supernatural stuff. And it's been a while, you know, uh, since I've had guests on. And recently I've had one on, and I've had another one on, and. Talked about some interesting things here. Just getting back in the swing of that because I enjoy doing that. I like to learn new things and throw you guys new content once in a while. And This one was really fun. It was, a, it was a supernatural person, paranormal investigator, psychic, and all sorts of different things. And had a really good conversation about the afterlife and answered a lot of questions about what may happen when you pass over and go to the other side. She has firsthand knowledge and experience and shares a lot of those stories, what she heard firsthand from people that have crossed over to the other side that she's touched base with. Really good conversation, man. I had a lot of fun in that one, so I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. And I believe that one's coming out on Wednesday. Wednesday. So there you go. You got a little bit of early uh, Halloween fever, as the nerd and his uh, and, and his friend June O'Hearn, uh, the, uh, the the guest I had on the show, try to save the world from demons and and things that go bumping at night. So come and join us on Wednesday for a fun conversation. You ready to get into some topics here or what? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's fucking do it, man. I'm ready for this. But before we do, though, I do want to say happy birthday to somebody because today is October 16th, which means Florida Man did something stupid on your birthday at some point in time. And this one actually didn't do anything stupid. So this is the change of pace here. So this might be a turnaround for Florida Man for the rest of the year going forward. This Florida Man was awarded $37,500 after cops mistake his glazed donut crumbs for meth
1: Oh, my God.
0: In December 2015, 64-year-old Daniel Rushing had just dropped off a friend at chemotherapy and was driving home an older woman from his church. He worked at the 7-Eleven and would otherwise walk the two miles home. As he drove away from the convenience store, police pulled him over. The officer said he'd been driving 42 miles an hour in a 30 zone and failed to come to a complete stop before entering the roadway. When Rushing handed over his driver's license, Officer Shelby Riggs Hopkins noticed his concealed weapons permit she confirmed he had a pistol, and she asked him to step out of the car for her safety. Well, if this guy's got a permit, that means he's a responsible gun owner. He's got the permit for it. Why is this cop freaking out?
1: It's still a weapon, though.
0: Who cares? The guy's got these guys got the he's got the license for it. Yeah, he's got the fucking license for it. You know, that's like you react two different ways if you see a person with an open container of alcohol. At, like, a football game or something where they're serving it, and, they, and, and they're and an old white man or or just an old man in general with, like, you know, the gray hair and shit. You know they're an older person, but if you see, like, a kid walking around with an open container, you're going to act differently and stop them and be like, hey, why are you drinking that, you know? Same thing with a person with a gun. You've got the permit or not, you know? It's just... You you can tell who's good with it, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, they, they pulled him over, and she freaked out. The officer then asked if police could search his car, and rushing said sure, if it meant he wouldn't be getting a ticket. Uh, he watches the officers who now numbered four conducted a very thorough inspection of his car. Finally, uh, Hopkins said to him, "You want to tell me about what we found he said there's nothing to find." Riggs Hopkins noticed some crystals on the floorboard of the car, and when officers used a field testing kit, the white substance tested positive for methamphetamine
1: well that 's really faulty then
0: yeah so it, how that's many people have
1: arrested when it, when it was wrong
0: Mm-hmm. so he said that was impossible. i'd never even smoked a cigarette. The officer showed him the substance in question, and rushing was aghast. That's glazed from a Krispy Kreme donut. I get one every other Wednesday, he said. Officers weren't buying it, and he got booked on charges of possessing meth while armed with a deadly weapon. (coughs) Lord, what am I doing here, he asked himself in jail. He said he called his wife to tell her what happened, and a guy next to me waiting for the phone started to laugh. He said, this is crazy. I think you got a real good lawsuit here. He spent more than 10 hours in jail before being released on bail. So uh, Orlando police sent the evidence it had collected from Rushing's car to the Florida Department of Law Enforcement for further testing, which determined that just as he said, they were not a controlled substance. It was actually sugar. All charges were dropped. He sued, and he only he only got thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. I would go for a lot more.
1: I wonder why so low.
0: Oh man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let it go. I mean, I am a very vengeful person when, I, when I'm wronged.
1: But Why did they have to search this his car anyways be,
0: this this would be much bigger than than thirty seven thousand dollars
1: but he was only he was only ten or twelve yeah. miles over the speed limit right so what was you the purpose what? of it, of inspecting the car when he he had a permit for his gun, so why do you need to get i mean he doesn't have a warrant out or anything. He wasn't yeah. doing anything too stupid. Why did they have to go and search his car anyways? That I don't understand because that. Because
0: this woman saw the, the, the concealed carry. He had a weapon on him that he, he, he like has every right to have. He had a permit,
1: and he wasn't aiming it at yeah. her. I don't know. This, is, this whole thing is Before weird. Before I
0: forget my point here, he can sue not only the police department, but he can sue the manufacturers of that fucking machine that said he had meth when it was wrong. He could have gotten so much fucking money. He could have gotten crazy paid, and he settled... 37000 I mean, that's 37500 more than what he had before. But he could have had a lot more That money. might
1: only cover the court costs, though.
0: <laughs> I mean, fuck. The lawyer. I, I would be playing this up in court. I'd be on TV. I'd be giving interviews. I'd be like, I was scared for my life. I mean, I was so scared. I, I thought I was going to get raped in jail. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I, I'd be making up all sorts of shit. I'd be fucking calling them racist and shit. I'd be fucking I, everything in a book. Yeah. I like, I like, I like, I would have fucking said some MAGA shit. Oh, they, oh, I heard him talking about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking pussy, man. But there you go. Uh, happy birthday from the Voices of Misery in Florida, man. I hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. What kind of topics you got today? I have no idea what the hell I have here. And, and I got all these because uh, I don't have any friends. To, to, to help me with the stuff. I'm grabbing the bulls by the horn, and I'm doing this alone now. Good. I've, I've ghosted everyone, and I am doing this all myself. <laughs> Fuck these people. What else is Fuck there, man? Fuck these people, man. <laughs> We're going to fucking do this alone. <laughs> I guarantee you this is going to be the best show ever, because a Houston man was seen on video body slamming and paralyzing a woman back in February. He finally got sentenced, and we talked about this one. I remember this one vividly. It was the young man who uh, just ran up on this woman and fucking body slammed her, and he broke her back. We talked about this when we were trying to figure out what the hell was going on with these random acts of violence in the streets. We talked about the knockout game. We talked about the Asian people getting thrown in front of subways like fucking crash <coughs> test dummies. I remember vividly talking about this, and I finally have an update. So this might be the longest burn of all times on this show mm-hmm. from February to now. So that's what? How many months? There eight months. So, the Houston man was sentenced finally, the one that did a that shit on Thursday, to 30 years in prison for his role in three attacks, including one in Houston's Chinatown that left a woman paralyzed. His name is Joseph Harrell. He's 18 years old. Wow. He pled guilty to aggravated robbery, causing serious bodily harm for a Friday, uh, February 13th attack on Nung Trong that left a 41-year-old woman in a wheelchair paralyzed from the waist down. Nung Trong spoke to Fox 26 on the eight month anniversary of the incident and says she's pleased with the court's decision. She's very happy, said Huai B with the We the People organization, who translated in English for the woman. She feels justice has been served. She hopes that it's restorative justice that Harold may become a better person. So she was just walking down the street and this guy ran up behind her and just fucking did like a German suplex, like that Brock Lesnar fucking from behind slamming the guy's back of their necks he did that to her an 18 year old kid and he's a pretty big kid and a tiny little Asian woman just fucking slammed right in the back of her neck how
1: much time did he get?
0: Uh, where is it here? 30 years jeez he'll be he'll he'll be you know younger than 50 years old still so I mean he can still form some sort of a life but what kind of life can you have as a fucking damn near 50 year old convict
1: think he regrets it
0: yeah of course he does now do you think so? of course he does now (laughs) because he got caught everybody's sad about things when they get caught
1: it wouldn't punk, man.
0: There's a difference between good people and bad people. And good people have a conscience all the time. Bad people have one when they get caught. Yeah. That's exactly what the fuck is the problem here. All right, so listen, man. Here's a sad one. Local rapper shoots her manager after being beaten down amid a dispute in Miami, according to police. A local rapper was beaten in the street by... Aren't they all local rappers... Ninety percent of them. I mean, that means like if you're not Jay Z, you're a local rapper, yeah. right? Isn't that isn't that the way it is? Mm-hmm. Some fucking dude. Remember, we were at it's the all mall. No and No some...
1: names, Jason. No name dude. local rappers. I don't know. With fucking lul in front of their name. Yeah. No.
0: No. No. They're dead. They have them, they don't. Oh. They don't have them in front of their names. They have them in front of their tombstones.
1: I don't know, man.
0: And we were at the mall a couple of years back, and I remember this vividly. We were at the mall, and I think the dude was either a bagger at one of the places or, or a worker, but he tried to slide his mixtape in the fucking bag. And he's like, have a good one, enjoy it. And I'm like, I don't want this. And I threw it in the garbage. It was like the weirdest fucking thing. We were I, I, was, I think it was Old Navy. It was like the weirdest fucking thing. They, they got to like, put like a CD in there. I remember that shit. Fucking weird, man. <laughs> But this local rapper was beaten down in the street by her manager and driver Monday in Miami's uh, Wynwood neighborhood. Moments later, she pulled out a gun and shot the manager. She's got a fucking great name. Kevani Camilla Hicks was charged with second degree murder with a weapon. As of Thursday, the 27 year old remained in the Turner Guilford Knight Correctional Center while well, she will probably write her next hit song. Hicks listed her job as a singer on an arrest report and goes by the rap name Key Avani, so very, uh, Clever name there. Her name is Cavani, and her rat name is Kivani. So there you go. Very cool. Around 1.30 a.m. Monday, Hicks, her manager, and the driver were in a white Lexus that stopped in front of Windward Walls, 22520 Northwest 2nd Avenue. You know what I was just thinking as I was reading that? Yeah. That at least she was was proactive instead of reactive. She actually shot someone. The other rappers are getting shot and killed, so this one might actually have a promising career. I think we should keep her eyes on Keevani.
1: But she got beat up first.
0: Killing. Yeah, but she kept it real. <laughs> she kept it real. They fucked around and, and found out that you don't fuck with Keevani, man. She may not throw hands, but she can throw slugs. Oh, God. So, uh, through witness statements and video surveillance, Six was seen getting out of the car and walking toward the trunk. The driver does the same and looks visibly upset. The driver proceeds to open a trunk and argues with Hicks before grabbing and striking her. The manager also got out the car and joined in on punching Hicks. Once they stopped, Hicks shot the manager several several times. So what have we learned here, kids? You don't stop when you're fighting someone. You you, you make sure it, it's over, like you make sure it's done. <clears throat> Not their life, obviously, but you make sure the fight is out of them. <laughs> that I mean, out. Yeah, like you like you KO them and then you you know scare away. You make you make sure they're breathing first. She was subsequently hit by the Lexus as a driver fled the scene. Miami officers arrived shortly thereafter and uh, found the manager. My fucking words are slurring. I'm getting fucking baked, man. My eyes are shrinking. It's happening. It's fucking happening. And they found the manager lying on the pavement, suffering from multiple gunshots wounds to his torso. Oh, so the oh that's why Kevani got beat up. It was a guy. They just said the manager was a guy. He had, he had gunshot wounds to his torso. Ew. So Kevani, the woman, was getting beaten up by her male manager. Good, I'm glad she shot his ass. <sighs> Hicks and the man were taken to Jackson Memorial Hospital's Rider Trauma Center. The manager died from his injuries. Hicks was treated for non-life-threatening injuries. After she was arrested, Hicks told officers officer she got into a fight with the driver after she asked him to open the trunk. The argument quickly turned physical while they were still in the car. Moments later, the two men were attacking her outside the car. She said the driver pulled the manager off of her, giving her the space and time to grab the gun from her purse. She noted the manager continuing uh, yelling threats at her as she was walking away. So she was in fear due to the manager's size, and, and he said, I'm going to kill you with one punch." She turned around and fired a series of gunshots at him. She tried to run across the street, but noticed the anger on his face and felt he was positioning himself to lunge at her, so she shot him again. Sounds like a pretty solid defense yeah. case. If, if she's getting jumped by two men, she has every right to shoot these motherfuckers to death. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, I, I, she shouldn't be in jail. Or
1: did she shoot them too many times?
0: Okay, no, oh, fuck that. Her life's in danger. Well,
1: according to them, like, does it stop becoming like self-defense after you sh- the sixth shot?
0: <laughs> I don't think. I don't, I don't. I mean,
1: like, if you shoot them five, or six times, is that still self-defense? Are they on the ground bleeding out man, at this
0: point? Man, there's eight bullets forming a <laughs> smiley face in his chest and one in his forehead.
1: I mean, obviously, like, she needed to protect herself, but at some, they, they charged her for a reason. I think it's because yeah. she just did it too many times. I think so, maybe.
0: My whole thing here is. Unless he was she's, like. She was a woman protecting her life, man. Good for her. This guy, I, I'm good with it. Go ahead and kill motherfuckers.
1: Unless he was like a zombie and just kept getting up. She didn't shoot him in the right spot. He yeah.
0: just kept coming. Yeah. <laughs> he always orders the steaks rare. I wanted to make sure he was gone. Oh, God. Fucking stupid.
1: Well, it's been a while since I've had one of these stories, so. Okay, I'll see her. A bucket truck was summoned to a Pennsylvania intersection to rescue a cat. straining at the top of a utility pole. All the way at the fucking top.
0: Oh, I've gotten people to start watching my cat from hell, by the way.
1: Because it's good.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Because I've been talking so much about it on the mm-hmm. show. There was uh, there was a tweet added at, at the account. I forgot what the person said. It was like uh, Babble something. I forgot what the hell the name was. But they said, I checked this out and I fucking love it. Thanks. <laughs> It's so funny. And every time I find a really good one and I can't stop laughing, I'll record that shit and put it on TikTok and the don't stop, stop. So I just, I just want to, you mentioned cats. I just cat, like so I when like, the
1: cat for absolutely no reason yeah. leaps at somebody um, for no reason and just starts attacking them. It's like, whoa, what's going on?
0: There was one last night, I was watching it, and um, the cat had like a sickness. It, it like It couldn't walk right. But it had a lot of fight in it. And it was like, it was like clock clock clack, clack clack It was like walking like, like really weird. It, yeah. it, was, it was like plopping over had seizures. But that cat was vicious, man. It did not like anything or anybody. <laughs> it was fighting everything in a neighborhood. I fucking love that show. I could watch that all day and not be upset.
1: <laughs> well, there's like 20 seasons. so you. And
0: I'm going to rewatch <laughs> it as soon as it's done. You hit play on season one, episode one. It's so funny.
1: Well, the Columbia Borough Police uh, Department said... It was contacted Wednesday by residents who reported a cat that appeared to be stranded at the top of the utility pole at the corner of 5th and Walnut Streets. Police contacted PPL Electric Utilities, which sent a crew to assist. The utility crew shut off the utility lines to the pole and used a bucket truck to bring the white and gray cat back down to Earth. Police said about 200 customers were without power. For 10 minutes during the rescue. (laughs) So if you ever lose power, and it's nice and sunny outside, just know that a cat is being rescued somewhere.
0: Yeah, oh, man. Incredible.
1: <laughs> the uh, Columbia Animal Shelter graciously accepted the cat, which will be cared for until the owner is identified. So, there you go. The cat Incredible. was terrified all the way the hell at the top. Yeah, They had to go get him. Cute little kitty.
0: And what happened? I, I say this every time. <laughs> what happened after the cat's feet touched the ground and saw it flashing cameras? It ran right back the fuck up, <laughs> and in half a second it ran up. Half a second it gets up there, and then it can't get back down.
1: Oh god!
0: Motherfucking cats. And 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 you know what? That's all I got to say about that. Seriously, of course it. So many people are inconvenienced. No one had power <laughs> by one cat. That's just gonna do it again. Yeah. And the thing about these cats too, man, is—is is I wanted to ask you this question: How far would you go, in all honesty, in all seriousness, to like make your cat happy? Because and the reason why I ask this is because on this show, my cat from hell, people will get scratched up. Their children will be attacked by a cat. Yeah. How like you will bring in a cat and it will beat up your cat, your dog, whatever you have in the house, attack your own children. Attack you multiple times, and these people will try their hardest to, to change everything around it to make the cat yeah. more comfortable. Why not? What is your limit, though? I don't have one. So if so, let's say right now we have a cat, and you hear Jenna screaming, "Mommy, mommy!" and she's got scratches all over her body.
1: Well, okay, well that's ridiculous because that we wouldn't get that far.
0: It happens on the show. It, I, I, I swear to you, it happens on the show. Like like kids with like scratches. The kid had a scratch on her face
1: one scratch and what was that kid doing to the cat
0: nothing I'm I'm serious these cats are fucking evil on this show man they are just they're criminally insane <laughs> this show proves my point the cats are fucking sinister man but I tell you what I love this show you will never see a show called Dogs Gone Wild because it, it would just be a show about pit bulls I mean it, it wouldn't be like our dog doing dumb shit because yeah, they're not know. born that way cats are fucking crazy
1: I don't know I'd, I'd probably just make sure, sh- like, build it its own room. Stay in there and be Our kid's alone. Got bandages. And I'd, I'll go in and, and visit. <laughs> Come out with scratches
0: <laughs> and shit. Oh my God. All right, so let's get the serious ones out of the way here. Students march against university removing tampons from men's bathrooms.
1: That's in Clemson, right?
0: Students at Clemson University held a march this week to protest the removal of feminine hygiene products from men's bathrooms on campus. Why? Well, you're a male, right? Why are they there?
1: (laughs) If you want a tampon, you're going to have to go into the women's bathroom. Yeah. Well. And what are you doing with
0: that tampon, dude?
1: No, I think it's for the the women who think they're men. Yeah, but. That's what I think. it's But still. Because, I mean, men aren't. I mean, obviously, men aren't going to. Why
0: is this a hot-button issue? Seriously, why is this a hot-button issue in society?
1: I don't know. Just, you know, bring your own.
0: Can we just talk talk about how stupid this is that we have grown men and women, people Mm -hmm. that are paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to to write legislature, are arguing over this stupid conversation that isn't even worth mine and your time to even talk about. It's it's not worth our time to talk about. Uh, And these people are fighting and wasting years worth of taxpayers' dollars because they've been talking about this for a couple of years now. Do
1: you know I've never had to go into a restroom and use what they have? Never. I've always had shit You come on prepared.
0: Me. Exactly. Oh, always. You come prepared. So Every woman does.
1: If you need them, freaking carry them on you.
0: Every woman keeps them. I, I just
1: don't understand it.
0: I used to work with a girl. Um, she lives <laughs> right across the street. She said she kept one in the fucking, uh, what's it called, part of her car. The, uh, the glove Globe box of her car. Because yeah. she, she was one of those TMI people one night at work. She's like, oh, I have my. She asked one of the girls. She didn't have one. She's like, oh, wait, I got one in my car. And then she went out and got it. And she was fine. I mean, give me a break. That's just responsible, right?
1: Yeah.
0: But I just don't... I mean... Not to mention those dispensers are always
1: freaking empty. Yeah, but I mean... And if there's anything in there, it's garbage anyways. And, like, of course men aren't going to want it in their freaking bath. Why would boys want it in the bathroom? Get the hell out of here. That's stupid. Bring your own.
0: This is just... A further sign of the degradation of society, the intelligence level, the of people of the United States is just plummeting down the toilet. This is what we're talking about. We deserve whatever happens to us, whatever comes our way. We fucking deserve it. That's what we need to be conquered. We need someone to come in and take over with because we don't know how to govern ourselves anymore at this point. If this is our biggest topic right now in the country is, oh, my goodness, we can't have tampons in the men's bathroom. They don't belong there. Case closed. Next. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of shit that if it comes on your desk, you fucking look at it, you laugh, you rip it up, and you say, Bring me the next thing to rip up. And then, and then you get to serious shit. This is a joke. It's a fucking laughing stock. So, about 50 students marched across Clemson University on Wednesday to demand that menstrual products be returned to men's bathrooms in Cooper Library and that the Clemson College Republicans be reprimanded for the role in the tampons removal. They call it take back pride. Holds an annual march, but the main student organizer of the event, Pan Tangirlsley, declared today we are marching for the reinstatement of the menstrual products in men's restrooms in Cooper Liberty and throughout the campus. Okay, so, so I'm, not I, reading okay. Anymore. I'm not reading any more of this shit. I'm not wasting time. Because I thought it
1: was, they wanted them out. They want them back
0: in. They, no, yeah, they were they taken wanted... out and they want them back in. <laughs> yep, I'm, not, I'm not wasting any more time reading that shit. But the thing is, is um, it's, this is stupidity. <laughs> This is a tug of war of, of of ideologies, is what this is. It has nothing to do with wanting men because they because even the people that want them in there know at at their at their core being in their soul they must know it doesn't exist. Men don't menstru Men don't need these products in the men's bathroom. I think they know that deep down. But this is about opposing wills. That's what this is. You've got good versus evil, and they're fighting. And that's exactly what this is. Good is basically the way things have been. You know, you got your men's bathroom, your women's bathroom. It's fine. They, we were talking about this on uh, like a show or two ago. How they open up the third lane, and nobody wanted to swim in that lane, the transgender lane.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's like, what is the point here? You just want to force yourself into this, and you don't want to be given your okay. You want this here. You can have it. You can have your own bathroom. No, we want to use the women's bathroom. Like So what do you really want here? What do you really want? Do you want your own safe space or do you want to take away theirs? You know what I mean? What do you fucking want? What is it that you want? You you ask a trans person what they want and you can already tell them you've already got it. We want more rights. What rights don't you fucking have? Oh, yeah. What rights don't you have? The right to take away others' rights is the right that they want. That's the right that they really want to take away women's rights and to fucking just infringe on their fucking beings and shit. I, I can't stand these fucking... Okay, let's go to the next one. <laughs> Uh, let's take a, a deep breath. I need that lady back from uh, my old job, the one that would come into those meetings. Yeah. And just, uh, she would talk all sweet and soft and be like, listen, I want you guys to take a deep breath. And I want you to take this paintbrush. Why don't you put a little cloud up over here by the tree? And I want you to take another one, put a little sunshine, a little smile on it. All right, I feel better now. New California law creates oh an ebony alert to find missing black youth and women. Did you hear about the ebony alert?
1: Yeah. Um, What was was wrong with the amber alert?
0: This is wrong on so many levels.
1: What was wrong with the amber alert is for any child, right?
0: But no, now you have to separate everything. Everything's going to be separated.
1: I don't understand that.
0: How does the response time be affected? If an ebony alert goes off or if an amber alert goes off? They're going to react the same, you would think. I would hope. You would hope they react the same. So why separate them in the first place? Unless they did this to give priority to the ebony alert and not the amber alert, maybe that's the reason that they're doing this. I mean, there has to be a reason they did this, right? Because it makes no sense. If if one amber alert is supposed to be for everybody, encompasses everything, drop your shit, there's a kid missing who cares what the kid looks Mm. like. What their nationality is, we gotta get this kid safe.
1: I have heard in like docu series that that I, I watch and I've watched watched a lot. I have heard the the fact though that black children <clears throat> they, they, like they don't no one get, gets saved. They don't get TV time. Oh, like Kaylee Anthony, right? Was on the goddamn TV. She was missing and she was missing for a while. And every fucking day, all goddamn day, they were talking about her.
0: Because Casey was attractive, I think that's why. Because Casey was a right, girl. same a pretty thing
1: girl. with like John Bonet, like they, like I all these stupid series, like they kept comparing. Them, but the, yeah. these kids go missing, and you don't see it. You yeah. see, they they do like a little blip on the screen, and like mm-hmm. you never hear about it again. That's true. So I'm wondering if that's why. Don't forget
0: Hispanic kids. You don't see Spanish kids. Oh missing. no, I you, you'll completely see agree. Kids. It's, you'll it's always Asian, yeah.
1: uh, white kids. It is. <clears throat> but I'm it's wondering if that's point. why that they. But I still, I like I. It, Still doesn't make sense to me. It's,
0: it doesn't make sense because an Amber Alert versus an Evy Alert wouldn't mean that it's going to get more coverage. It's just I yeah, mean, I think so. It's either. just another thing buzzing on your phone, letting you know the same thing that an Amber Alert would have done. All right. I, I don't. I just don't get this unless it's just basically you know bending the knee. Virtue was it signaling, asked for it? pandering. Or
1: did they just come up with it just thinking it was a good idea? Because I I, I, don't like, I don't know. That's weird.
0: Well, let's hear about it here. A new California law will create an emergency system alert to help find missing black youth and women between the ages of 12 and 25. California scumbag Gavin Newsom signed SB 673 in the law October 8th. The bill which goes into effect January 1st will enable the California Highway Patrol to activate the new <laughs> ebony alert upon request from local law enforcement when a black youth or a young black woman is reported missing under unexplained or suspicious circumstances. Huh. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking about this right now, man. This is going to end badly. Because there's going to be stats they are going to be like, okay, it took six minutes on average to, to respond to this one, but it only took three minutes for the Amber Alert, you know?
1: Yeah. But this also mm. goes up to women... To 24. Did, what's I wonder what the age is for the Amber Alert. Is that just kids? Period.
0: I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I don't know either. I don't know, man. But anyway, the the alert system is similar to the. It's very similar to the Amber Alert. The California Highway Patrol may use highway signs and encourage news outlets to disseminate information from the Ebony Alert. Bradford said it's heartbreaking and painful that black children and young women are disproportionately represented on the list of missing persons. He described it as a public crisis for the state of California and something that the ebony alert can change. Last year, more than 130,000 black children under 18 were reported missing in the U.S.
1: That's awful.
0: That's a lot, man. Currently, there are 23,000 missing persons cases, uh, cases open in the U.S. Do you think this is a case of, like, gang violence, or do you think it's just trafficking I or what? I don't
1: know. 130,000 in one year. That's a lot.
0: Yeah. That is uh, way too much. Like, Way are they too much.
1: kidnapped? Are they, like, what, what, where are they going?
0: That's what I'm trying to figure out. Are they getting killed?
1: That's terrible.
0: Trafficked? I mean, I guess you have to ask Tom Hanks. He's been to Epstein's Island a bunch of times. What color are the kids over there? I'm being serious. Where the fuck are they going? 130,000 kids being unreported and missing. Where are they going?
1: That's crazy.
0: Are they being taken to Pfizer to get fucking you know uh, experimented on? I'm being serious. I'm not even being like funny. I know I'm, the kids are serious. taken.
1: I just like that's a fucking seriously high fucking number. That I just, there's a that's movie crazy. about
0: the, the the trafficking of children that was um, a really popular movie. Some conservative <laughs> dude made it. I kind of want to watch it. now See, know? this is why sound of freedom or something.
1: <laughs> this is why I have a tracker. Oh. Like I know where these kids are at all fucking times. Yeah. This is why I'm so goddamn annoying. 130,000 mm. kids fucking went missing. Missing. In one year. And no one cares. This is why I need to know where your ass is at all times.
0: Period. And where are these, I'm serious, where are the kids I going? I don't know.
1: That's, the, that's crazy. That's why I walked to the bus stop when they yeah. were fucking in middle school. Like, I don't give a That's hit. why
0: i my schedule got changed. <laughs> I, I could pick her up, personally, I, I could pick her up now for her meetings after school.
1: Like, I, I might be a helicopter parent, but like, you know, I know where they are.
0: It so, scares the shit out of me, man, that ugh. kids can go missing in a country that I live in. Yeah. And the people here don't care. It scares the shit out of me, man. Because you living? don't We're hear about fat. that in
1: the news 130,000 no. times a year. You don't no, you hear don't. that.
0: You don't hear it.
1: That's, that's crazy. They don't
0: talk about that. They don't care. It's so sad. The lack of care for children. That's awful. But yeah, just give them porn. <sighs> and fucking throw a, a, a go-go dancer in their face. Or a drag queen, whatever the fuck they call themselves.
1: All right, well... A funeral home worker responsible for transporting dead bodies in a Nebraska County is suspected of an intimate encounter with a life size sex doll he found in the apartment of a deceased person. <laughs> that's just nasty.
0: Was, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking That disgusting. was
1: someone else's sex doll.
0: Yeah.
1: That's gross, man.
0: How often did you, you... clean
1: it first? <laughs> that's...
0: that's disgusting, man. You know how <laughs> pitiful so it is gross. to fuck one of those things.
1: So, investigators say Ryan Smith, who's 41, and a colleague were dispatched last week to a home in Omaha to collect the body of an individual who lived who died there. A sex doll was inside the residence at the Rock Creek, uh, Creek Apartments complex. Police allege that Smith subsequently called the property manager and claimed that the local sheriff had asked him to collect the sex doll for evidentia- for evidence uh, purposes. Smith's request was denied by the manager, who later returned to the apartment and heard noises emanating from the unit.
0: Ugh.
1: So he went back. He didn't even steal a doll. He he just went back to screw it real quick.
0: He just wanted like, a quickie.
1: Like, it was a hot sex doll, so I need to. I need to. I go mean,
0: back. he just wanted to keep it realistic because that does happen in real life. You meet someone sometimes, you get just clap and he never did. see him again. It's like all right. After I Smith.
1: After Smith uh, exited the home with his clothes disheveled, the property manager called cops, who later busted Smith <laughs> on a felony batter- uh, burglary charge. When it th- with deputies planning to seek DNA samples from the sex cell, additional charges are possible. No. Mm. <laughs> That's oh, pathetic. my God. So he came that day with his colleague, grabbed the, the dead body, left, Came back, screwed the sex doll. Yeah, was caught. Now you're in jail for it.
0: The reason why he came back is he looked back at it when they were leaving the first time, and they locked eyes, and he just knew, man. It was just like that sex doll gave him that dead look that it just gives everything, and it's like, all right, I gotta have it. A lifeless it, fucking thing. The manager you're heard
1: noises coming from the apartment. What are you doing? It's a doll.
0: You got to question the mental sanity of someone <laughs> that could have sex with a lifeless, emotionless being and get off. There's something wrong with that. Think about this, man. I mean, what limits will you not go to if you can have sex with a plastic doll? I mean, it just sits there like a corpse. Is that your next move?
1: Uh, Well, it's not complaining.
0: It's not complaining, (laughs) which is great, but it's looking up at you with a look of horror on its face with its mouth open. And it doesn't shut. It doesn't move. It doesn't... You have to... I mean, I could not ever clap one of these things out because they've got them really elaborate where they might even feel like a real woman, but it'll never move and hold you like a woman can. I mean... You have to sit there like, all right, I want to change positions." You have to stop what you are doing. You've got to <laughs> bend all the knees. You got to get pissed off because it ain't bending right. You got to, and then you got, and, and then by the time you get it the way you want it, you want to do it. To, it's fucking weird, man. It is so weird. Maybe that was a too graphic description of how someone would play with these things, but I, it just doesn't. And this is why I, it, it doesn't work for me. I'm just, I just I think about stuff too much, and I would just look at it and be like, "No, no," and then it just wouldn't work. But so don't go sending me these for Christmas this year, people, because it won't get used. All right. Woman says deli clerk assaulted her after mistaking her as transgender.
1: Oh my god.
0: She's from Staten Island, so she's got that fucking nasty, nasally, franchise voice. I fucking hate Staten Island women, man. I fucking do. Someone just turned off their radio. <laughs> <laughs> the Staten Island woman that was captured on video of being dragged by her hair into the street says the incident took place after a deli cashier mistook her for being transgender. Jasmine Adams, 35, on Monday, filed a lawsuit against New York's West Brighton uh, Deli and Grill and the business owners, alleging assault and battery in the July encounter. According to the lawsuit, the cashier became frustrated during a misunderstanding over a purchase of marijuana. Oh, that's right. You can just buy it there now. And then accused Adams of trying to get him fired while also calling her a transvestite. The clerk is not named in a lawsuit and he has not been publicly identified. In his defense, though, you really can't tell sometimes. I mean, sometimes they'll get really good surgeries, you know. And sometimes, and sometimes there are some manly looking women out there. They call them there inverts are. online. They call them inverts. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. That, I still don't know what an invert is. Oh, God. I guess like they were males and their penises were inverted and now they're women. So that's what they call them online.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I think I think that's it. I might have nailed it. i gotta ask some. I got to ask some people.
1: Don't worry. They'll they'll send you pictures.
0: Uh, no, I don't know. No, no <laughs> I, I regret asking. All right. I know what an <laughs> invert is now. I'm going to look it up online. I don't need to see this shit. The video obtained by the Huffington Post appears to show a man in a white Denver Nuggets jersey, dragging, Denver Nuggets jersey, dragging Adams by the hair and then kicking her in the head while bystanders react in shock. I, I wonder if his color of his shoes matched the color of his jersey. I'm sure they did. One person, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. one person. I don't even like the Denver Nuggets, but it matches my shoes, man. One person can be heard saying, "You don't need to be doing all that." <laughs> You gotta love New Yorkers, man. You ain't got be doing all that. dude's <laughs> kicking the shit out of a woman in the street. You ain't got me. I guarantee you I know what this woman looks like. She looks like that. I ain't got nobody got time for that. Remember that black chick from the meme? She had that thing in her hair. Yeah. She had like that fucking thing on. This is what that. Yeah. You ain't got be doing all that. An image from a video captures the incident described in Jasmine Adams' lawsuit. In an interview in the New York Daily News, Adam said she went into the deli that night to purchase marijuana for a friend. I said it wasn't about the price that I was just trying to figure out what I was buying, she told the outlet. The clerk then allegedly threw the marijuana on the ground after she paid. When she refused to pick it up, he began yelling at her. Some bitches do be asking too many questions, so I'm kind of on this guy's side. (laughs) He allegedly accused her of trying to get him fired when she asked for a refund. According to the yeah, man, she's just a and she's the worst customer. She probably came in five minutes before closing. So yeah. According to the lawsuit, the clerk called Adams a transvestite after he observed a pride flag on her watch band and then allegedly maced her before dragging her by oh her hair hair <laughs> outside.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, this woman.
0: Oh, my God. All right, fuck, who cares anymore? That was a funny one. That, that was a fun story. <laughs> that was a good one, man. He
1: maced her first.
0: Dude, he fucking makes the vision pull her out by her fucking hair because she was asking too many questions and wanted a refund. This is how you fucking treat your customers in third world countries, which this which means this probably this guy was probably from one because he owns a shop in New York and I believe they're all from like Lebanon or some shit. At least at least that's what I thought. I don't know. Here, I got one more here for you. Las Vegas area roommates accused of binding and sexually assaulting a transgender woman. Just to stay on the transgender uh, boat here for a minute. Since they love hearing about themselves so much, (laughs) let me give them another story about what happens to them when they fuck around and find out. Two men are accused of binding and sexually assaulting a transgender woman, so another dude, inside of a North Las Vegas home with one of the men allegedly pointing a rifle at him and threatening his life. A Clark County Grand Jury indicted Daniel Corpus Perez and Diego Verduzo, a.k.a. two undercover brothers, on in charges including first-degree kidnapping resulting in substantial bodily harm and sexual assault resulting in substantial bodily harm. An addiction, in addition, Verduzo uh, faced additional charges of assault with a deadly weapon. On August 24th, the alleged victim called police from a Las Vegas area hospital, uh, saying she'd been kidnapped, raped, and burned at a home in Las Vegas. An officer responded to the hospital and spoke to the dude, who said he met Verduzzo on a dating app several days before. Verduzzo and, and, and the dude then spent the night of August uh, 25th together, drinking, and, and they, they, they moved quick. Together, drinking at a home and then walking around the strip. At around midnight, they drove back to Diego's house. They went to Diego's room, and a verbal argument uh, started before uh, Diego got irritated that his roommate were playing too loud of music. In the midst of the argument, uh, the victim told Diego to <coughs> shut up, and Diego replied, saying that she's lucky he doesn't kill her. The woman then told Diego that if he touched her, she would fight back. Diego then punched her one time in the chin, and she was knocked unconscious, so therefore she has a glass jaw. Uh, Here we go. Uh, The victim told police that when she woke up, Diego and another roommate identified as Corpus Perez were binding her wrists and and ankles with wire. They then grabbed an AR-style rifle and pointed it at her forehead and told her she better behave or she's going to die. Reducido grabbed the victim's phone and made statements such as, oh, here's your mom's number, this is good, and took multiple pictures. Oh my goodness, man! So they, so they basically were, were using pictures of the woman, like handcuffed and bound, saying like we're gonna kill her for money and shit. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So they sent the pictures, and they demanded forty thousand dollars, or they were gonna kill her. And they sent that to her fucking mother. That's crazy, man. Anyway, and, uh, a North Las Vegas SWAT team came and they took out the two men and several others. Holy shit, man! That's fucking wild, right there, dude. Oh. That's fucking crazy shit. This world has gone crazy, man. I mean, how do they know this person's mom had $40,000? Do you think this was like a... I know, because... That's fucking crazy. I know
1: damn well my parents don't have
0: that type of money. I mean, you would just think, like, he grabs some mentally disturbed dude that dresses up as a woman and be like, Oh, yeah, you, yeah your family's got money, you know? Mm. That's... Wow. Holy fuck, that that one didn't go exactly as I thought it was going to go. I didn't think they were going to fucking try to extort money from the thing's family. That's fucking awful, but hey, there you go, man.
1: All right. Yeah.
0: I have one more. Let's hear it. Um,
1: Christmas is coming. If you couldn't tell, because the stores down here started fucking decorating in August for some freaking weird reason. A storied New York property is now offering fans of an iconic Christmas comedy, the opportunity to live the motion picture's plot in real time. Hmm. Get lost in New York, Kevin McAllister style, begins a post by Fairmont, uh, which manages Manhattan's Landmark Plaza Hotel, about a new experience based on the hit 1992 flick, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. This would be so cool to do. Yeah. <laughs> this would be, stay in that hotel. This would be so freaking cool to cool. do. So the itinerary is based on the shenanigans that the Kevin McAllister ended up uh, doing in the film. It begins with a four-hour private limousine ride around the city to visit the movie's famous filming locations, including the Empire State Building, Rockefeller Center, Central Park, Carnegie Hall, and Radio City Music Hall.
0: That'll turn into like a 16-hour ride, because you got to maneuver through the homeless go. people and the fucking migrants crossing the street.
1: The limo ride, the fine print notes... Is not a guided tour, as well as the limo color may vary, <laughs> uh, but the offer does promise that riders will be provided their very own delicious hot cheese pizza, so as to make their reliving of Kevin's famous limo pizza scene more historically accurate. Yeah, limo uh, cheese pizza. <laughs> after you visited all the sight sightseeing locales Kevin saw and returned to your room with one of those little refrigerators you have to open with the key. Make yourself cozy in your extra large bed, Kevin style, and call down for your over the top ice cream sundae delivered right to your bed. Mm. Dude, this just sounds amazing to me. (laughs) Guests must book the package, which is available year round, directly with the plaza, and a minimum of three days before checking in. The Mm. price of the experience comes in addition to the price of the lodgings and starts at. $3,195 Three thousand one hundred and ninety-five fucking dollars, with rates varying depending on the room type, according to the statement provided. Uh, room rates, listen to this: room rates range from slightly under a thousand dollars to over thirty-two thousand dollars.
0: Jeez, man! For
1: a twenty-five hundred square foot two-bedroom grand penthouse suite with a terrace, which is probably the room he had, because remember at the yeah. end. Where they had, like, stairs and everyone had, like, their own fucking room and shit.
0: And presents all over the place. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: probably the <clears throat> $32,000. Absolutely ridiculous. That does sound cool, though, with the limousine ride and stuff. And then you get your own pizza to eat. Mm-hmm. and Oh, my God. <clears throat>
0: now, listen, I know I said I didn't have anything else. Mm-hmm. And you said you didn't have anything else. Yeah. But there's a third member of the Voices of the Misery podcast. And Sherry wanted me to let you know something here, okay? So she wanted me to let you know that sometimes it just takes one man to stand up for a good cause. Like this dad here who stripped down at a school board meeting to make a clear argument about their dress code. An Arizona father stripped down the shorts and a crop top during a school board meeting to make a statement about the district's new dress code. Ira Latham, a father of four highly unified school district students, took off his clothes during a board meeting in late September to reveal short shorts, and a crop top an outfit he believes is inappropriate for students in school. In a video taken from the board meeting, uh, Latham is seen approaching the podium. Under the proposed policy, this would be appropriate in the classroom, he said to the school board, before pulling down his shorts and, and pulling off his shirt to reveal the crop top underneath. He then spun around to show the audience the outfit from all angles. Latham said he wanted to make a statement about the updated dress code policy, he said is too lax. As a dad that's very concerned about my children as well as everyone else's in the district, I wanted to make a clear argument, he said. Listen, you're, you're arguing to the school board. You shouldn't be arguing with the school board. You should be being a father to your own yeah. children and then everyone else be a father to their own children and this wouldn't be an issue. Stop yeah, relying on the care? school to parent your kids. That's your job, you piece of shit. Next story. Yeah, seriously, like, seriously, this the, Yeah, this guy's an idiot.
1: Because I, I guarantee you, Sammy's never walking out of the house looking no, like that. No,
0: it's not the school's responsibility. No. That's the problem. That's why the Democrats are forcing this weird shit into the schools to teach your kids because you're not doing it, you fucking idiots. Yeah, like it's idiots yeah, like this, Dad. I have to go make a stand at my school. Listen, the school is not forcing these kids to put crop tops on. They're leaving your house wearing them with the money that you paid for the fucking things, you yeah. idiots.
1: <clears throat> yeah, we don't we don't buy anything it like that. It is
0: your responsibility, parents, <clears throat> not the schools. Take the power back into your household.
1: What well, you need to be Maybe your kids stand will though, fucking be raised correctly is, is the other shit. Yeah. All the all the trans shit going on in the yeah. in the school. Do something like yeah. that. Why you could, with the dress code?
0: Shit, he's dressing like the fucking trans people. This guy, this guy's probably down with that shit.
1: you uh, just make He sure just happened
0: tra- to have a crop top in his size for one little thing. No, man, that's just been in his closet for years.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's his responsibility make sure his his daughters aren't walking out of the fuck house like tramps. You know, that's all.
0: Fuck this guy. Get
1: the fuck out of here.
0: I bet Sherry knew I was going to say that. She was like, "I'm going to wind this motherfucker up."
1: Yeah, because that's not, a, that's what you're taking a stand yeah. with. all yeah. the fucking things going on in schools right now, all the things that don't. is
0: what you're taking a stand with. How are you protecting your, your job is to protect your kids. It's not the school's job. I just don't see how this is the school's problem. The school can sit there and say, yeah, your kids can come to the school butt naked. It doesn't mean that, like parents would be in shock and awe. But the thing is, is they're leaving your house one way and then arriving at the school another way. And I know they say, oh, kids can pack shit in the bags and, and then dress it in their friend's car or whatever. Who's buying school. the school clothes? Who's buying the clothes? Yeah. You should know everything that leaves your fucking house, that's a good parent. Kids mm-hmm. aren't that smart. They're not smart. You should be smarter. You're the parent. You know your kids better than anything else. You need to know what's going on. I can guarantee you there ain't no fucking spare clothes coming up out of this bitch. I can tell you that yeah. right now. And so, and I'm well, no better than anybody else. I'm just on Well, my one,
1: shit. we buy the clothes yeah. so we know what she gets. Two, she doesn't even have a fucking locker, so she can't even hide anything. Yeah, at the but school.
0: it's just, I don't know how like, these parents are so, so clueless about that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Just pay more attention. Just be more that's involved. You, like I, stop blaming the, the school for your kids dressing the way they do. That's, that's on you.
0: The schools are teaching the kids trans shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking do something about it. Right. Do the, something about it. Those people should
1: be going to the school board. Yeah, they and should be doing this.
0: You don't, you don't go online and tweet about it. You fucking go to the school meetings. You fucking crash them. If they try yeah. to arrest you, they're not going to arrest all of you. Fucking organize. I'm so sick of this people is bitching online. I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm go and tweet about this one. You know, get the fuck off of that website and fucking do something, man. Fucking organize, get some shit together.
1: <sighs>
0: fucking bastards. Woman takes down a oh uh, she also wants to let you know this one. Oh man, so you love decorations. What? So this person took down a really cool Halloween casket display. Mm-hmm. But she did it for a certain reason. So, neighbors in a South Carolina community proved that a little compassion can go a long way, even during the Halloween season. A homeowner named Selena posted a video to TikTok, and you don't stop, stop. Ooh, I want to set you up. her interaction with a neighbor who kindly (laughs) asked Selena to take down one of her Halloween decorations in her front yard. The doorbell camera video shows a man knocking on Selena's door with a request, explaining that his father, Selena's neighbor... Was just diagnosed with lung cancer. I know you're celebrating Halloween and all that stuff, but he just got diagnosed with lung cancer the other day, and you know, this thing is kind of scary. Would you mind taking maybe the casket out? No. I'm just trying to direct him to different thoughts that so he's not thinking about. No. It. Ooh.
1: Nope. No. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Ooh. No. Whoa. Okay. A hot take. Absolutely here. I did not freaking this. not
1: absolutely not get the hell off my property it's halloween Ooh, i'm boy. gonna have whatever decoration i want does it suck i'm sorry that he was just diagnosed but that's not my problem if i want a coffin out here it's halloween yeah it's not it doesn't have his name on it
0: yeah yeah you're right this
1: is a halloween decoration no,
0: i see your point Get the
1: fuck out, no get the hell out of here i feel bad for you yes and that sucks but you're not gonna make me take my shit down because you're... You, oh, my God. I don't want to be thinking about death. not that sound death? No. Yeah, I mean, what?
0: we're all going to die eventually, so are we all supposed to just not...
1: Get the hell out of here, man.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Everybody can be offended by something at any given time. It doesn't mean you stop the world because you're going to be hurt by something. I thought this was going to be,
1: like, some, like something mm. serious. This is like, no. No, I'm with you. And so for a couple of weeks, and then it's gone, and you know what? Just yeah. don't look out the fucking window then.
0: I mean, the only way you're going to have a world where nobody's offended by everything... Is you make everything the same? Everything has to be the exact same. From you know, and and just imagine the world, if everything was just the same. We all looked the same. We all had the same body parts. We all looked the same. Nothing was different. The trees were white. Every flower was white. The bees were white. You know, like the Like you know, everything was just the same. You know, would that suck? Yeah. Wouldn't that just fucking suck? It would just it would just be a shitty thing. You know. Oh, how make decorations
1: get the fuck out of here, man
0: it's just is cool like we got holidays, and people can just do whatever the fuck they want, man you know there's something's gonna offend you you, you can't just stop the world and melt the, with no you. see
1: this one i uh, I would be so I mad if this neighbor came up to man, me, but like the other thing. one, what the hell oh, was that, it? I mean, they did something to baby Jesus or something like that oh, was that yeah, was ridiculous. that was too
0: much they had like, they had the dead one, Jesus beheaded in the Satan's hands yeah
1: yeah yeah, like that was that was. Out there, it's like, like it's like at okay.
0: that point you're looking for yes. something, man. That's just too much.
1: But this one, no, I'm going to keep my coffin out there. You know, yeah. I'm sorry it bothers you, but you know, three weeks from now it'll be gone. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah.
0: No, I, <laughs> agree. I agree with
1: you. I'm sure to say on there. Here lies so-and-so who died of lung cancer. And it's just a regular coffin. <laughs> this,
0: so this person took it down and it got thousands of likes. And no. people were saying how sweet it was and act of kindness. And, and we're oh, just sitting no. here like we're shitting on it. No. Pretty bad. <laughs> Pretty. I was I was going to try to be nice, too. I was going to be like, yeah, you know, this, this is all right. I understand it. This is a sweet thing. Nice gesture, blah, blah, blah. And it's just not.
1: No. I would, I would be so mad. I'd be like, get the hell. Are you kidding me? Get off my property. <laughs>
0: I don't know man I don't know I don't know I, I, guess, I'm, I guess I'm on your side on this one
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I guess everyone else is nice a worthy the asshole exactly and I know this is your favorite segment of the show and it's I know someone one. told me the other what was that <laughs> well Scott told me in the chat I just I can't remember what the hell he said though I I think he had too many edibles that night so I better... <sighs>
1: it's the last one is
0: that why well, let me put that on my notes here and save it for the next episode yeah, okay <laughs> All right, so here we go. Am I the asshole for wanting to get a photo of my mother, with only her grandchildren at my daughter's birthday party? What do you think uh, happened, sir? With what
1: only her grandchildren. What does this sound like? To you? With only
0: her grandchildren, which means it's probably a mixed family.
1: Yeah, there's got to be a reason because I don't see yeah. a problem with
0: that. There's like a bastard child or something in the family. Yeah. My youngest daughter recently turned 12 years old. It was a rare occasion where all the grandchildren were together. My older sister was visiting from another state for the weekend with her college-aged daughter. We came to an agreement with my late brother's ex-wife that his children were with us for a few hours. That's all to say there are a lot of moving parts for getting this family together. There's also been several deaths in the family in the last year, and I wanted to get a picture with my mother and the grandchildren while we had the opportunity, since it might never happen that we're all gathered at the same place in time like this again. However, when I went to get the photo and I called her for all the grandchildren to sit with Grandma, the niece of my older brother's partner, went to sit with my mother as well. I tried to be very gentle and told her, Not you, sweetie, just the grandchildren. Poor thing doesn't have much going on in her little head, and she just stood there like a deer in headlights until I beckoned her to come stand near me instead. Oh, man. Before letting the children back outside to play. Next thing I... Th- this woman sounds like a bitch.
1: Yeah, what's wrong with one, one more kid in the picture?
0: Next thing I know, my brother's asked me what happened because she's crying to him about it, and he was furious with me over this. Instead of trying to understand my reasoning, I gave him that I don't want some random child that what might be the last photo of my mom and the kids. They decided to leave. He childlessly hasn't spoken to me in a week, and I'm not wrong to think he's the one overreacting and being unreasonable about this. Really? Am I the asshole? And she has two edits here.
1: I kind of think she is.
0: She wanted a special picture. She's entitled to have that picture.
1: She is, but, like... I mean, you couldn't take two?
0: That's what I'm thinking, too. Like, okay, you can be in one, then I want another. Right. Yeah. You,
1: I mean, I mean, your camera does take multiple photos. You can't just snap yeah. one real quick and then have her get out real quick and then take another one. Like, I don't understand.
0: So, at least she felt included. The way she handled it is an asshole way, though. Not you, sweetie. Come over here with me. Right, like, that, like, that's wrong. Fuck, yeah. You
1: shouldn't have done that. You should have taken multiple photos, whatever. She's
0: entitled to the picture that she wants, <clears> obviously, <throat> yes. but the way she handled it, she's an asshole.
1: Yeah, because that's, that's not how I would have done it at all. I, I wouldn't have made the kid feel, like, out of place or anything like no, that. No, you don't do that no. to a
0: kid, man. That's just the worst thing you do, because this is a memory that kid will have forever, because they will always feel like they're less than her. They don't feel be it yep. because of that one moment. Right that one moment right there can really stick it to someone for the rest of their lives and people don't understand that in, in the heat of a moment something you like that she happen she could have
1: even like changed yeah. up, like had taken the one picture and then called Denise over and been like hey help me take this picture yeah. like gotten her involved like I don't like this that was awful
0: Yeah,
1: the, the, she she's an asshole
0: yeah no I, I I agree with you but we have to give her another chance here before we give her a final verdict
1: okay
0: there's two edits the comment about the girl was my polite way uh, was trying to explain she has mentally, special needs, and nonverbal.
1: Now I'm really pissed off. So now you Ooh. really are an asshole.
0: Yeah. From what I know, the mother, the sister of my brother's partner, was on a lot of drugs while pregnant and often left her alone on the floor with food and a dog bowl as a baby. Now the girl is like this, and this is why she's in the custody of my brother's partner. Wow, my God.
1: And you just called, like, in front of everyone made her feel like shit.
0: And she'll remember that for a long time because she has special needs
1: oh my god that's Mm -hmm. not gonna win you any fucking brownie points no
0: this woman is she's an idiot she's got one more edit to prove herself another way otherwise I'm I'm friendly on the asshole side another edit to say my mother is not the most lucid and she does not know who this little girl is the (sighs) most they do together is sit in silence when the other children are playing since this little girl is very shy and often won't go out to play instead she glues herself to my mother who won't move away from her they have tea parties in silence and the girl makes play-doh food for my mother who pretends to eat it as far as I know, based on how the girl looks, I believe my mother thinks her to be the daughter of a woman who used to work for the family when my mother was young and they would be watched together. I don't know what the fuck that was all about. Yeah, or, no, none yeah. of that matters. None of that matters. She's a scumbag. She's
1: a fucking complete scumbag. She's an asshole. Yeah. There's complete no asshole. Yeah, I don't like she's this a, bitch.
0: Yeah, I hate this woman.
1: She, she could have gone about this a, a completely different way yeah. and come out fine. She was an asshole. I, I don't like her.
0: Yeah, she's not a good person. Even the fucking
1: edits made her worse.
0: That first edit was really bad. God. Really bad. I mean, she just doesn't like this little My mother girl. doesn't
1: even know who she is, but they but they sit there and have tea
0: parties. Yeah, I mean and even she, though the mother doesn't know who she is, she, she, she she's has still a like, acknowledging the kid. I guarantee you the kid spends more fucking time with your mother than you do, bitch.
1: Yeah, I don't oh my god, she's a complete asshole. How
0: much you want to bet this little kid spends more time with the mom than she does? Yeah. You know, that this woman kid. is an asshole. She's a fucking asshole. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. That was an easy one.
1: Oh, my God. I hope she got ripped apart online. Yeah.
0: Seriously. Oh, my <laughs> goodness, man. I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. Because people like that don't really uh, do well in general society. God. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, that was an easy one. We got a nice one out the way there. And we yeah. got a, our shows are done for the week. We're hanging out on Friday with the, with the live show again, right? We're doing that. Mm-hmm. This week is going to be a good week. I'm excited. I got a nice early shift. Uh, I got to remind myself, we have to think about that later, Uh, the whole wake-up schedule for tomorrow, because I'm I'm an hour and a half earlier, but I get out an hour and a half earlier, which is phenomenal, and uh, I'm going to use that extra time I have to be more productive, man. So, we were talking about some stuff about the show yesterday, Uh, maybe some changes in the future, maybe not, just throwing around some ideas, so, you know, trying some different things out, it's always the name of the game, is to evolve, right, that's the way it's supposed to be, so... Tonight, I'm going to be watching my Giants get fucking rolled in Buffalo. Uh, That's going to be a fucking fun game to watch the Giants just get beaten with their backup quarterback, Tyrod Taylor. And uh, yeah, that's always a fun time seeing them just get slaughtered. And other than that, I'll be working. And I don't know, I I, got to get into a groove here with something. I got to figure out something. I've been in a TV slump and I've been watching old bullshit on TV. So I got to figure that out. What the hell are you going to be doing?
1: You would have something to watch if you just watched the shit, you know? I know. know. I'm not going to be doing anything. Yeah. Uh, probably just watching Big Brother Canada, and that's about it. That's about it. So, Decorating. Yeah.
0: Well, tell them where they can find us. we got the big show on Wednesday coming out, the Supernatural one.
1: You can find us at uh, Voice of Misery on all platforms, and Voice of Misery podcast at com.
0: Oh, one last thing. Live show. Are we doing it earlier because the schedule changed?
1: I mean, no.
0: All right, so we're going to keep it at 7 o'clock this Friday, so...
1: Seven o'clock. I definitely don't want to go later, unless people request it to be earlier.
0: Yeah, whatever. At like works. six I mean, six thirty. Yeah, I'm
1: thinking people are still getting home from work at that time and eating dinner. So I thought seven o'clock was good. Keep I an don't eye want out to on the socials, later. man.
0: We'll uh, we'll update it there. You guys have a good week.